Hey y'all, it's Gabby from Black Girl Emo Night. So this is the first installation for my Halloween conversations that I had. So I had two Halloween horror conversations with some homies. The first homie is Miz. So we talk about our favorite horror movies and how we feel about American Horror Story and certain things about certain genres and yeah I had a really good time recording this so thank you Miz for being there to help me out I had a lot of fun chatting and it's always a great time hearing what what um what he has to say so thank you so much um so yeah make sure to check out the live version of this and the second installation they're both up on my instagram right now um at black girl emo night and yeah stay tuned i have a few other things coming in the next few weeks so stay tuned for that and i'll see y'all in the next episode enjoy this one (laughs) hey y'all um i will be posting this later for people to view it but um so hi my name is gabby i am the creator of black girl emo night in which i talk about alternative music and culture um and promote a safe space for alternative people of color um today i wanted to talk about horror a little bit um you know halloween is in a few days and while i personally enjoy horror like all year round um i feel like a lot of people don't and like really use this time to kind of get into it which i think is cool because you know like especially this time of year i do get on you know the spooky season wagon and you know i watch all the horror movies on TV and stuff like that when I can. But I would like to see more people celebrate horror like all year round. Um, especially those of us that are in marginalized groups because I feel like horror on a social standpoint has a lot to offer um, as far as like commentary wise um i just actually did a talk the other night in my queer artist group um i was talking about um queer themes and horror and i was talking about like all the social pretty much like how horror films are like a mirror of society um and they reflect like what's going on in us and and in our society and something somebody told me a while ago was we are the monster um that really stuck with me ever since i heard that talk um when i was in college so i did want to just come on here and just talk a little bit about some of my favorite horror films and why they are some of my favorite and then hopefully i can get a few people on as well i was gonna see if my friend jay um could you come on and i know a few other people said that they could come on possibly so but yeah just for now 
um since it's just me for right now i did want to just talk about some of my favorite horror films and um series um so i think starting off with like because i'm not a very scary person when it comes to horror films because i do like really enjoy watching them but when it comes to like really scaring me in a horror film the first movie that comes to mind for me is it follows um so i had seen the movie it follows i had seen that with my friend kelly when it came out in the so it, i remember it released and then they like re-released it i guess so we saw it on the re-release it was in like march i believe or april of like 2015. and i remember she was like yeah let's go see this movie i was like yeah i'm down okay and i watched the trailer and it looked interesting but like i didn't realize i thought it was just gonna be like a normal like basic a a list like horror film to be honest, I wasn't expecting it to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're in that movie, and if, if any of y'all have seen that movie, it follows basically this the plot is um there's a girl. By the way, the music I'm playing in the background is a band called Life After Youth. Really cool band, by the way. Um But anyways, we were in the movie and Oh, so the movie is about this girl and she like goes on a date and basically this guy tells her they like have sex and there's a thing about that but then like afterwards he tells her that now she has like this virus basically and it's like so now something's gonna follow you around and the ca the catch though is that nobody can see it except for you and the only way to get rid of it is to pass it to somebody else um through having sex with them but the thing that's following you is trying to kill you like it will kill you if it reaches you it follows you at a very slow walking pace but if it reaches you you'll die no, I'm talking about um, It Follows. I haven't seen that one, Contaminated. But basically, which it is kind of interesting thinking about that movie in times now, because this movie came out in 2015. Um, and before COVID and everything. But I always thought, and like a lot of people thought, I didn't actually think this. But a lot of people thought that like the allegory was like for STDs and the director was like, no, it was just based off of like, a, I think a dream or something that he had when he was younger. And, um, but yeah, the way that it is filmed, also the soundtrack is fucking spectacular. Um, Disaster Piece does the soundtrack. Um, and it's very like 80s, like kind of techno horror soundtrack um and it's terrifying like the main theme of the movie is fucking terrifying like i can't listen to that shit but it's it goes it slaps like if y'all want to check out the soundtrack i highly recommend it it just i can't listen to it because sounds affect me more than visuals um so it does kind of creep me out a little bit but 
the fucking scene where they play it and the old lady is walking towards her oh that shit stuck with me but anyways yeah the creature that like is following her it looks like a person it's called it follows um i can't think of who directed it right now but he's amazing um but basically the movie does connect to the story or to the book the idiot which is by i can't think of i can't figure out how to say his name it's like fedorovsky or something like that this like philosopher oh the song so um the band that does the soundtrack their name is uh disaster piece you can just type it in into like spotify it's on spotify if you have um spotify it's just like the it follows soundtrack but yeah that opening the opening song is really creepy but it's really good um but basically yeah the creature that follows her looks like a person like it could it could manifest as anyone so at one point it's like their dad yeah of course um yeah at one point it's like their dad who i'm pretty sure it's like kind of alleged or it's like hinted at in the film that he committed suicide but um yeah and then it turns into like random people and at one point it turns into like the boy's mom and like it's just like and she's like running away from this this creature that's just like walking towards her very like slowly and like nobody else can see it so she's like the only one freaking out about it and her friends are like what the fuck what's going on um and they like kind of don't believe her and then but then like they start seeing it like mess with her and like pull her hair and shit and then then they're like oh okay but um the reason that i think it really creeped me or it didn't creep me out this thing full-fledgedly like this movie terrified me like to the point where i couldn't really sleep like i was having nightmares about this shit and i think it has a lot to do with just like the psychology of the movie so like it was very much themed for like anxiety um it does reference the idiot which basically is a is a book by a philosopher and he talks about like basically life is just coming like you can't avoid it like and you just have to face it you know and and that's terrifying <laughs> so i feel like that's why that movie like really scared the shit out of me because like it was definitely an allegory for like um my anxiety and the way that life can feel sometimes feels like suffocating and and overwhelming and you can't stop it and i really think um that that definitely affected my fear in the movie also like i saw the movie in theaters so like i felt like i couldn't escape because i was i couldn't like okay i need to pause this for a second you know and like i didn't want to leave because i missed something because it was a really fucking good movie like that movie like i always say that the movies that scare me the most are the best like that that is one of my favorite horror movies i'll probably never watch it again to be honest with you <laughs> but that movie is really good um and i'm not really gonna give away too much but like the ending the ending is really well done too um i like movies that end the way that this movie ended 
but I'm not going to spoil it because I really think that everyone should watch this film if you're into horror films. A lot of people did not, like I've talked to other people about this film and they did not have the same opinions, like they did not like it um, as much as I did. But that's probably because they don't have the same like fears that I have, it might be. Um, I don't know, this movie just really affected me in a lot of ways, so I would definitely suggest um, watching it. Um, I'm playing neck deep now because it's just here. Not wish you were here because I'm not trying to cry right now. I'm going to see them like in two weeks, so I should probably be listening to them. Anyways, yeah, so that movie, um, I would definitely suggest watching It Follows. Um, it used to be on Netflix, I don't think it's on there anymore. But um, I think it's on Prime too, I'm not sure. I know Midsummer is on Prime, I was going to talk about that too. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's really all I have to say about It Follows. Um, moving on to... I don't think I'm really going to talk about it. Mm, I'll talk about I'll talk about Midsummer first. So, Midsummer is another really good one. Um I feel like that one's a little bit more main mainstream cuz it follows as an indie film. Basically, it was I'm pretty sure it's an IFC film if I'm remembering correctly, but isn't Midsummer as well? But Midsummer got like, you know, that that movie got a lot of very critically acclaimed awards and stuff like that. But, um, I think Midsummer is a really strong film. As far as, like, the horror aspect, I think that, like, broad daylight horror is terrifying. Um, there's so many, there's so many themes going on in that movie. Like, like, first of all, Danny, the main character, she's going through, like, a tremendous grief and loss. Um... And then her boyfriend is a piece of shit. And the way every single actor in this movie just like crushes it. Um, like the way that she interacts with Christian and like the way that Christian, the, I don't know his act, the actor's name, but the way he carries that character and like just completely gaslights her and like disenfranchises her and like devalues her at any second he can it's like so subtle she doesn't notice it happening but the audience notices and that shit is terrifying because that's really how it be like that's really how it is sometimes and then on top of that she's like dealing with the loss of her family and nobody she doesn't really have anybody and then um what's his name the friend comes along and is like basically the only breath of fresh air she has but he's a part of this fucking cult and it's just like damn i should have talked about midsummer because like we were talking a little bit about how the witch um the movie the witch like how that can be like kind of a, an under or like a like queer coding because it's like your found family. I feel like that's very much in Midsummer as well. Like she definitely found her family through um, 
through god damn it i always forget what the what the commune is called but through that commune she like found her family you know um she found her people and she wins at the end basically like like not to give too much away but um that movie's that movie's rad um visuals are beautiful definitely a very visually attractive film really creepy um and then i kind of wanted to wait to get into these other ones but let me see if i want to see if he'll just come on real quick and tell me his favorite horror film Oh, you you have to like get people to come in. Oh, that's annoying. I'm gonna just send this to him and be like, "Are you busy?" What up? Hey, what's going on? Gotta adjust. This is my first time, so you know, like I I don't do live but uh yeah i'm trying to figure this out hold on i might mess up give me a second all right never mind, never mind. Okay. you can see me fine everything is good um i mean i see like from here down but if that's, that's what i figured i'm like yo i'm gonna have to like bend to be like i don't even want to all right now now it's better yeah yeah you're good Alright, yeah, cause that's. I was trying to see how I could. That's what I, so I don't do live, besides being inappropriate. But yeah. Alright, cool. So, what's up? How about? Can you like introduce yourself? Oh yeah, I forgot I gotta do that. What's going on? Whoever's watching, I see one of my homies in here. But um, yeah, uh, Misfit the Menace, horror himself. Um, she can provide you a link or so whatever. I'm not good at um, I'm good at talking about myself, but not introducing myself like that. But yeah. I'm not important. It's fine. It's all about that. It's fine. <laughs> That's cool. Um. So yeah. So I was just talking about like some of my favorite horror, and I was talking about horror that scared me. Um. Have you seen It Follows? It follows. Probably not. Like. Yeah, like, that's the thing about the the whole, well, I know you know this already, but for anybody watching, the thing about my title of horror himself, it has more to do with my past than me being, like, a film buff or anything like that. Like, I, my childhood was mostly violence and, and being sheltered, so I didn't really get to uh, experience certain other things until I was much older. And so, yeah, like, I, most horror movies... Like, if I've seen it, I'll know as I'm watching it. But off the top of my head, if I'm, if you bring up certain films, if I've seen it and it resonates with me, like, I have a favorite scene, I'll remember. But besides that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'd have to see, like, the cover or something. But no, I didn't, I didn't see that. Okay, so, like, when you think about horror, that's what that means to you is more of, like, like a past? Well... Well, see, yeah, from, from with horror, for me, it's more like a, a comfort point. I come from the perspective of a person who is comforted by seeing, like, graphic violent scenes or gore and things like that. But 
it's important to to understand that psychologically it's a healthy thing like how carl jones has spoken on the shadow self and things like that so everything has its place because horror fans and people who like content like that to a certain extent you do have to defend yourself because to the out to outsiders for you to just binge on material that's seemingly negative on the outside it's like murder and and like it could be babies it could be the elderly there's just like this is a lot going on and for that to be something you enjoy like it makes you happy you have to explain yourself because people will be like mm. but it's just it's hard to explain but some people are comforted some people are comforted by butterflies others by bats that's probably like the only way i could say it like to sum it up like that but yeah horror for me is like home honestly like if i think of one word to sum it up it's like home like i can't be weird in that world like there's no way anything i've done or anything like that i cannot be weird there so that works for me okay that's really interesting because that's kind of what i was i was saying earlier that like i feel like a lot of people when i tell them i'm a horror fan or that i'm into like that kind of stuff they're like so weirded out and i'm like oh it's you're normal like you're not like me yeah, like, yeah so yeah that's an interesting point to make um so do you okay so when it comes to like when you mentioned like things like that so do you consume that in like your like in movies like like do you like saw do you like hostile definitely do you, like... definitely like okay. those cerebral horror i like those my favorite subgenre of horror is the slasher genre mm -hmm. and <clears throat> i resonate with slashers because usually not always sometimes you know like i mean freddy krueger obviously like one of my favorites but of course he was he was a child molester and it's like the whole backstory with him it's like it's not like like he's someone everybody loves but i'm surprised like in this day and age i'm surprised he's not canceled or whatever but Mm -hmm. Slashers usually I can resonate with them because they'll be misunderstood or they'll always have like a, a fucked up past or family issues. Like the slashers are usually misunderstood. As weird as it sounds, like I'm like I'm, I'm playing slasher advocate, but um I am kind of. But slashers they're misunderstood and a lot of them don't get me wrong they're passing the buck in terms of doing things that were done to them to other people. So of course that's a no no. But I get it, like, because until you're in that situation, a person doesn't know how they would become. The difference between a regular a regular person and a slasher is just hitting your limit. That's it. <laughs> like, so many people, are people who have jobs at work every day are closer to becoming slashers than, like, the homeless person that somebody sees and they might be afraid of him or her. It's like, mm -hmm. nah, <laughs> people will get you there faster. We are the monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely something that makes me so interested in horror is like talking about that like wh why are we scared of that because that is us like yeah. and I went to a con um a few days ago and they were I was in a panel and they were talking about like the villain and how we the way that villains are perceived like if you just change your perspective they're not the villain anymore like and it's yeah. and they made a comment they were like how come there's so many people dressed up as like michael myers here but there's nobody dressed up as i forget her name uh strode the girl that he tries to kill the whole time like why is everybody dressed up as the villain because we somehow resonate with that you yeah. know very valid point to make 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's the entertainment factor too. Like people, a lot of people, the the phrase is guilty pleasure, but a lot of people are not guilty about it. Like in human psychology, in a way, like the taboo things, like how people are always attracted to the taboo and killers and true crime and things like that. It rings off as taboo. It's like people who are kind of far away from that. I mean, of course, people like us who resonate with it, we like it. But there's a lot of diehard horror fans that they're like, they're scared of everything. Like they, they specialize in watching a genre that terrifies them and everything like that. Because it's something exciting about, I guess, watching something naughty. Like, you, you know how it is with the whole taboo thing. But yeah, um, they like it sometimes more than other, like, I don't just watch horror all day. Like, it's like, for what? Like, I, I live it, and, like, you know, like, it's like, no, nah, not really. Like, I like comedy. I like to laugh. Like, I've seen so much fucked up shit. I enjoy laughing. But other people, you know, like, people who love true crime because their neighborhood is the safest shit ever, they're like, oh, my God, like, dead body. Like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, we people like, they like those guilty pleasures and things. Yeah. Right. I want my friend to come on because... She has a really interesting... Let me send this to her and see if she wants to... But she has a really interesting, like, thought process about, um, like, horror and comedy and how they, like, tie together. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Comedy is everything, like, it's in all aspects of, like, romance. Like, love is hilarious, like, at times, but... Yeah, I'm mad. The chat is where my face is, so I can't check to make sure I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm looking, I'm like, what angle is working for me? But, right, like, yeah, I feel that. No, I was like, should I put a wig on? But I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna be not. I, I, mean, I, I did what I could. I'm just, I'm trying, man. Like, I don't want to embarrass you and shit. I'm trying. Like. <laughs> no, it's cool. I'm like, I'm super grateful that you even came on. So, because well, I was. Yeah, I was like wanting a conversation, but yeah, um, yeah. So like, what else did I have planned for this? I guess favorite like, horror film, some some that you like. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like, what is your what is your like go to like favorite? Mm. Okay, um, I guess like to talk about. Like, there's three, there's three movies I always have to mention whenever I think of favorites or anything like that. I mean, it's a long list, but just the ones that mean the most to me, number one. And before I say this, thriller and horror, like, I just call everything horror. I don't like how thriller and horror is, like, some people get real anal about it. Like, you say a movie, like, that's not horror, that's thriller. And it's like, okay, like, you fight me. Like, it's, but basically anything that, like gets that reaction out of you makes you feel uncomfortable scared intimidated originally that all counts as horror because that was the it encompasses everything that's like uncomfortable thrilling is like well you wouldn't watch like a a movie about bungee jumping that's thrilling like people get adrenaline rushes but that wouldn't be horror but yet certain other movies that are thrillers they're definitely horror like I, well but anyway yeah. american cycle that's number one to me like me personally like i resonate that movie it didn't help me grow up, but, like, as a teenager, that, that really got me through, like, a time. Like, I resonated with Patrick Bateman in a way that, like, I, I'm, I, anyway, American Psycho, uh, that's number one. Um, Psycho, the, the original, of course, because there was, like, terrible ones after that. Like, I love Vince Vaughn, but I think he was in, like, Psycho 2, one of them, because I think, was it Megan, 
not Megan Fox. Mila Kunis was also in a psycho. They did like a bunch of them after, but the original psycho with Norman B, that one, because I was a mommy's boy, always been a mommy's boy. So when she died, like, it's just, I felt that. Like, mm -hmm. um, it's not as bloody as I would have liked it. Like, in terms of bloody, then it's like Saw and things like that. But American Psycho, Psycho, and Carrie, that would be like number three, because weird girls are awesome, obviously. And I just, Sissy Spacek, she played that role perfectly. Like, like she, that, like that's like the weirdest woman I've seen in a lot of movies. <laughs> like, she, she did her thing with that. Like, I just resonated with Carrie on that level. Like, and the scene when she, um, you know, had a period and everything like that, it was just like it was sad and it, it was just a good movie. Like, Carrie was good. So those are my three that are my favorites. Like, if somebody, yeah, like. I'll just stop there. Like, yeah, those three. What about you? Yeah, so I was talking about It Follows earlier. Mm. Um, that movie is just, like, very anxiety-producing for me. And I, it was just done really well. Mm. Um, and I just think, because that movie scared the shit out of me. Because I don't really get scared for okay. horror movies. But, like, that movie, just the way... Um, it's just, like, about... The this girl that she's like getting followed by this creature and like okay. like lame but if you look at it no no i understand yeah like it's just like the the anxiety of like this creature following her through the whole movie and yeah. she's yeah um and then i had also oh yeah us hmm. another one i don't know if you've seen us i think i saw it yeah okay that's one that i can watch like i've seen it a few times now and it just like blows my mind every time um, I don't know, there's just, it's just, uh, I can't even, like, talk about giving away, but, like, the ending, and then, like, rewatching it, knowing the ending, it's still confusing. Yeah. But, like, in a good way. Yeah, it was good. It was definitely good. I'm proud of Jordan. I'm proud of Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I, anything Jordan's putting out right now, and, like, I'm really loving seeing, um, you know, black horror yeah, definitely. It's really, definitely. it's really refreshing. I need to see. I need to watch them. I haven't watched that yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but and then I just watched Candyman, the new one. I just saw. I still it. Have to see that, but yeah. Uh... Yeah, yeah, that one was good. Um, I wanted to ask you: Have you watched American Horror Story? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, like my my album series that I right. have that's modeled after that show. Like, yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh! For okay, I was wondering that, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted right. to like after that series came out, I was like, challenge accepted. Okay, and then I, so and then I named that because that was my first the first album where I, I produced the beat. So it was like my official debut, even though I had already been out since like the MySpace days, and I got like five albums that are like mixtapes. But once I started composing and making the beats i was like i want my own series and i'm like audio horror story i'm like nah i'm on their ass like they're gonna have to hit me with a cease and desist or something it's like nah i'm on their ass like ahs i use the hashtags everything but i'm like no audio not american audio so but yeah i love that show like i um not all the seasons of course but um my favorite is freak show honestly okay uh because i like musicals and I, I like how often the songs came in I keep forgetting the actress, like the um the older lady who was singing. Uh, uh, Jessica Lange. Yeah, 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 yeah. I that I just really love that that season for that and um yeah like 
Angela Bassett, I think, I think, I think that's like, sometimes I get celebrity names confused. She was good in that, in that, that season. It just, I like that one. Like, I like that season a lot, like the freak show shit, probably because I feel like a freak. So it's just like, he's just my people, like this, like, I want to go with y'all. Like, uh, but yeah, like, I, I like that season the most. Um, Asylum was okay. And um, I think um, Coven was, no, like, it was decent. Like, as a witch, it's like, I want it coming to be better, but it's okay. I don't hate it. I can't hate any of it. Like, I feel like I'm set tripping if I hate any of it. But it's like, yeah, it wasn't all good. Like, I don't think it wasn't all good. <laughs> right. No, yeah, I definitely, that is relatable. Because, like, I, my favorite season on that show is Murder House. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I, I just feel like it was written the best. Um, but, yeah, and I did enjoy Coven. But, yeah, I definitely have my she's with coven yeah yeah and then i i feel like it's kind of gone downhill like i did like freak show yeah. though freak yeah. show was <laughs> roanoke was kind of bad yeah like <laughs> like it's like all right <laughs> some yeah. of that shit is just bad but you, and you can't be you can't be so much of a groupie that you can't say when some shit is whack it's perfectly okay like a lot of people don't want to be like that it's like nah like i love saw but part two I don't know, like, it's, like, two, like, certain, some of them were, like, a bit, I wouldn't bet it on that one. Like, part one, of course, I'd be like, nah, so, yeah, but right. the other ones, I, I wouldn't bet my life on it. Like, nah, this is, this is amazing. It's like, mm. Yeah, definitely Saw for me, like, when I think of Saw, and I love the Saw franchise, um, mm. like, in general, but when I think of it, I think of the first one, and I think the fourth one I liked as well, but, like, yeah, I can't really remember the second one that much, like, I don't I, want to spoil it for people, but the one with the, like, the, the guy, and he was making most of the issues, like, one of the players, he started turning on the people that was with him, and it was just okay. like, why don't y'all gang up and kill this guy? Like, he, he's a problem. Like, I, I just didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And I think that, like, when watching horror, it's valid to to dissect those things and be like, okay, why is this happening? Like, why don't they do something about this? And, I, and that's yeah. a it's about horror and it's like why the fuck didn't y'all just do that you know but yeah Yeah. um yeah that's kind of how and i was talking about jaws earlier because like Uh, one of my favorites um but like i love sharks and i know that that movie definitely like stigmatized sharks even further but like I, i do like the themes of that movie like it's like hey capitalism is bad kind of um Oh, I didn't even piece the like. Sometimes I watch horror and I, it's just so much blood and guts. If there's a political message, I have no idea. I'm like, what? Yeah, uh, that happens to me too sometimes. And like, it'll be a movie that I'll enjoy. Like, there's this movie called The Perfection, Netflix, um, and I liked it. But then, like, I was doing research for something else. I was talking about like, I did a queer, um, queer themes and horror a few days ago, and. I was researching this movie, The Perfection, and every article I found was just like, do not watch this movie. It's like a rape fantasy movie. It's horrible. Like, there's so many bad... And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even peep any of that when I first saw this movie, you know? Like, like I'd be surprised. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the movies that I like, later on, they come out and it's like a bunch of, like, racist stuff and everything. I'd be like, really? I can't like that? Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, things just get... 
because I'm, I'm scared for Freddie. I'm really afraid. I really feel like people just don't know his origin, and that's why they, nothing has happened. And I'm just going to shut up because I'm like, come on now. Like, this, it's too late in life for this. Like, it, it, it happened already. Like, he's, a, he's an icon already. Freddie's an icon. Robert England is, like, the OG. We can't do this. Like, we can't. Right. No, yeah, I think that's valid. And, like, also it has to do with, like, what we consume. We can be conscious about that, those kind of things, but we can still consume it knowing that, you know? Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, it's not, like, our fault that we enjoy things. Yeah. Um, it's not like Robert England did it. It's Freddie. So, like, it, it's, it's... But then I can see people being all, like, oh champion like a child molester it's like it's freddy krueger like freddy like he's too iconic like i don't know if people realize that like all of the pop culture references like the how many times you've heard the one two freddy's like you hear the song in different shows and different things i don't really know who understands freddy all the way but i'm just like if so everybody's really cool about it and i'm like nah they just must not know because society is not cool so it's like nah they just don't know that that he was a child molester and then the whole town got together and they burned his house down with him inside and blah 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 so what the glove was used for and stuff so it's like yeah well whatever, I guess, whatever. yeah and i wonder i wonder like if like i wonder why he was written well i don't i haven't really seen the those films to be honest with you but i'm wondering oh, okay if there was, like, a specific reason as to why he was written that way. And, like, I think... I'm wondering if he was supposed to be portrayed that way, like, like for, like, for a more mainstream reason, but we just didn't pick up on that for whatever reason. I'm trying to remember if I, um... Because, once again, it's not like I study, like, I live horror. It's like, my life was it. But I, re I remember reading somewhere that I believe Wes Craven... Something... Was it a nightmare he had? Like, I feel like it was either that, like he would have a nightmare about a guy that was like that and that's why he wrote it like that. Or he had heard about some dude that molested children. I don't know. I thought I read something that said that that was some of what was behind that character. It was either like a nightmare or am I confusing something Stephen King did? And it was, a, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, but sometimes these people, they, they have like nightmares or they'll have bullies or certain things that they experienced in their life and then they'll put it into the movie or they'll make a character that later on becomes an icon, but it's like based off some bully that they had growing up or something like that. So for them, I believe it's probably therapeutic, but I don't know how they feel when then it becomes so famous. And it's like, well, you did that to like get it off your chest, but now you're attacker or whatever like that is popular as shit. And it's like, I don't know. So, yeah. Right. That's true. And like, yeah. And that makes total sense to me, honestly. Like I wouldn't hold that against anyone to be yeah. honest. And, like, that's how, except, okay, the only thing that I think that could be, like, mental to is, like, when characters are written like that for, like, shock value. Yeah. Like, I feel like American Horror Story does that a lot. Like, Ryan Murphy will write his characters to be, like, traumatic on purpose, I feel like. And that kind of bothers me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, but I do like the way in American Horror Story, my favorite thing about those characters is that like the line between like villain and hero or like villain and like not yeah. is very blurred and i think that's yeah. very interesting and unique characters yeah yeah because that's life line between villain and yeah yeah and i feel like not a lot of 
um, other horror does that as well as he does that. Um, or like shows in general. But yeah, like I think, I don't know, have you seen, did you see Ratchet, Nurse Ratchet? Why did that sound for When you said Ratchet, I'm like, I see Ratchet people all the time. Right? <laughs> like, 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 no, nah, I, don't, I don't, I think, I, I feel like I saw the cover somewhere, but I didn't, I didn't watch it. Like I've been, yeah, like I, I watch random stuff. Honestly, the horror that I watch these days, it'll be on uh, this um, streaming service, Tubi. And, um, right. and they have like, a lot of independent films, like films that like B movies, but sometimes they're like high quality. Can Tubi has some? It got a lot of fucked up horror. Like there's a couple movies yeah. I had to just turn off because it's like, yeah, this is just two hours of women being tortured. I'm not down like that. As it's like, nah, there's no, there's no content. Like I'm, I love horror, but I like psychological horror, and I like, I like horror that makes you think or. Just like with my music, I like to create an experience. It's not just violence for the sake of violence. Not just like. I don't, I don't use a funny voice. I don't like, it's not over bloody. I like it. I like to create an unnerving feeling like the discomfort, like make you feel something. Some movies, it's literally just visuals. It's just blood splattered everywhere. Women screaming, extended rape scenes, which I hate in horror. Like that's like my, I hate extended rape scenes. Like you can, it's scarier. I've seen movies do it right. Where it's like, you might show like uh, them in the bedroom and then it pans out, and then the door closes, and then you hear screams. That's good enough. Like, that that creates the mood. You don't have to, like, zoom in and, like, because I saw Girls Dragon Tattoo. Not that that's a horror film, but um, sometimes, like, the extended rape scene, it's like, you have to see her cry, and you have to, it's just over. It's just, like, son, like, that, it's too much. Like, at that point, it's too much shock, and it's not art anymore. Like, it's just, it's just shock. And, like, you want your movie to get credit because it made people feel something, but it's like you drilled it in their face for, like, a really long time. So I don't I don't like that in um, in movies. In horror movies, I feel like you could just do away with that and you could still impact the same or whatever. Sorry to get off on that tangent, but, like, that's the, I hate that horror. Like, even in, in horror music, I only mentioned it maybe about, rape, maybe about twice my whole career in the beginning because it was like, all right, it's a shock kind of thing to do. After a while, I was like, nah, I don't even want it. Like, I don't need it. Like, that's, that's pointless, number one. I don't... I'm not trying to make women afraid. Like, men can be afraid. Like, they should be. But, ah, like, I don't want, like, what kind of vampire shit is that? You want women to avoid you? Like, it's like, no. Like, it's like, so it's like, nah. But, yeah. <laughs> no, that is definitely a valid thing. And that's kind of what I was going to talk about. Like, so in the show Ratchet, I was watching it. And, like, there's, like, one black woman character, really. And, like, her story is, like, a hate crime. And, like, and then they kill like one of the other like the only other black character like first thing in like a very violent way and it was like right it was released right after the george floyd thing and i was like oh yeah oh. <laughs> really like right now like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like very upsetting when things like that happen i think that mm. um creators just need to be very conscious about the materials they're putting out true, true. and and like yeah i definitely agree with you like Horror can sometimes be very triggering when it comes to, like, sexual abuse and things like that. Um, we can definitely do better on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I definitely agree. Um, and, like, American Horror Story, like, that's, you know, in general, like... Yeah. <laughs> I can see it in your face when you talk about it. You're like, yeah, like, you're almost there. Like, almost... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, like, like, and it sucks because I really do enjoy... Um, the storylines and characters and stuff. Yeah. 
right? But you just be doing shit like that. And I'm like, you got to, you know. Um, And, like, um, there is a a podcast called Therapy for Black Girls I was talking about a little bit ago. But they had done a podcast episode um, talking about, like, how horror can help us process things in real life. And the girl, she was kind of talking about, like, how to cope um, while watching horror. You can, like, take breaks and, like, definitely decompressing about it afterwards with other people because there are, like, heavy themes and yeah, especially for, like, marginalized people um, that can affect us, like, in different ways that doesn't affect other people. So it's definitely important for us to, like, recognize that and, like, be able to, like, process that. In yeah, the- definitely. Yeah, art touches on a lot of things. I feel like um, anybody who has mental differences, as I call them, because I don't, illness is weird. It's just like, what do you mean ill? Like, because people can, it's just mental differences because the mentally ill tend to be better than the, the normies. Like, I'm sorry, any normies watching, but like, I mean, when you got mental issues, you're just better. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, like, uh, anybody who has these differences, emotional differences or mental differences, I feel that they should always, whenever they're taking in content or being around any kind of energy that has potential to upset them, there needs to be an exit plan. There needs to be a way where they can take a break to just chill, which is why I would tell somebody not to watch a a film in a theater when it first comes out, because if there's some scene you can't deal with and you get up to just go outside the theater for a second, it's not like they pause it for you. Like, oh, wait till you come back. It's cool. So you're going to miss the movie. You paid your money. I feel like that person should just wait that it comes out on DVD or something like that so they can take it in. Avoid the spoilers if you can. Might as well just not be on social media. Avoid the spoilers. Wait until you can, like, watch it. And if you need to stop, you can I have a pause, go get some water, anything like that, and you can come back. Even if you have to do it in sections, I don't care if it takes a person eight hours to watch an hour and a half movie, but mentally, it did, it did better for them mentally. So it's worth it. But some people, they want to feel normal. So they're like, no, nah, I'm just going to go sit in the theater and watch it with everybody else. Everybody else is having a good time. And that person is going through, like, World War One in their head. Like, they're going through it. I don't think, like, I think people should, like, mental health is too important. Like, as someone who has mental differences, it's like, yeah, it's important because it's life and death. Sometimes for the person, sometimes life and death for the rest of you. So, yeah, you don't want to get triggered like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's what I was I was saying, like, about It Follows. Like, I saw that movie in theaters. And, like, I feel like that did contribute to that experience for me. But at the same time, I was like, damn, like, I can't walk out of here right now and pause this. It was very overwhelming. But, but yeah, definitely. Um, if I if I know a movie's gonna be like, like that for me, I, I won't see it in theaters. I'll like, wait. Um, yeah. That's definitely a good a good tip to give people. Yeah, people should do that. People they get too caught up with trying to be normal. I don't even go to theaters just because it's like, well, just wait for it to come out and it's like clear and you don't have people talking and it's not like I don't know. I don't even know what movie did it alike, but I, it was always food and shit everywhere. So I don't I'm I'm sure it's just cleaner watching it at your house, but I don't um yeah, like people it's just better to like, I guess, take it all in alone or something like that. Horror is, like, an experience for me. Like, I like to... It's the scenery sometimes. It's not even the characters, the victims. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the it's the angles when they come in, like, the neighborhood that it's in, like, the trees. Like, sometimes it just looks... It, it just comes together really nice, and you just want to take that in 
without somebody. Well, see, we're black, so we know how black people get with films. Like, like just to just to keep it real, like we know how it is. So you don't want to like be trying to be engaged, and then somebody else like, why would you do that? And it's like, we, I'm trying to like, it's okay. Like, I know it was a dumb choice. Like, she's gonna die. I know, but like, trying to like, so it's better to just for us in our case. It's like, yeah, you might want to just stay home. So, like. Yeah. That's definitely true. Um, I like how you said about the scenery. I thought I was the only person who felt like that, but yeah, definitely like horror film. And people ask like, "Oh, what inspires your art?" And I say horror films, and they're like, "What?" But like, it makes sense to me because like the yeah. vision, like everything. I'm sure, like you said, your music is um, inspired by horror as well, and like that just makes sense to me. I don't know. Yeah. You just want to take it all in. Like, being a fan of art, period, you you tend to take in more than just what's right there. Like, you don't... Because I like minimalism in art, and it's not the it's not the most extravagant thing. Like, some people like abstract and everything. I like minimalism. When I've seen paintings that have been, like, it's just a flower in the middle of nowhere, it makes you think. It is like, it's, like, thought-provoking. It's just like, wow. Mm -hmm. I wonder who owned that flower. Who picked it? Like, I, it just gives you stuff to play around with. But sometimes there's too much going on in a picture. It's, it's a lot to process. It's, like, it's too much. Like, certain death metal album covers, it's like, there's so much. There's, like, a demon, and then there's, like, an army of slaves. And it's, like, I, I can't even... I want to see every detail. Like, I want to take in the art. But it's like, there's so many deep, I'm not even going to get, it's going to take me a while to like, oh, there's a gargoyle floating off in the distance. Like, I didn't even peep that. Like, you have to really take it in. So, yeah, like, when you love art, you want to, you find more of it. It's not just about the movie. It's about, uh, you think about when they shot it, like, what the weather was like. Like, when you see the leaves blow, it's like, that wasn't a wind machine. Like, they picked this weather to do that. Like, it's like that's a good shot. Like, it, man, so I, I get that. I totally get that. No, yeah, that's true. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. It's like Tarek. <laughs> It'd be like that. Yeah. What's your favorite subgenre of horror films? Subgenre? Um, oh, well, I was thinking about zombie. Okay, I was like really obsessed with zombie films a few years ago. Okay, okay. As much anymore mm. but like i was thinking about because i like 28 days later have you seen that one yeah yeah that i mean did, first of the first do you like it before i say anything did you like that movie i liked how it ended okay well notice if you like that movie notice yo 28 days later oh my <laughs> god waste of life like i bought it like the story with that i gotta tell it like the story with that there was it's like so it was a game store, like, across the street from where I live, and they had it, he had it on DVD, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, because there was this, there was a girl coming over, and we were going to watch the movie, and I did, we were both just, like, just shit-talking the movie the whole way through, it was so, like, it's not like it was bad, it's just, they didn't show any blood, like, like, 28 days later, it was, they would just, like, get on their neck and just, like, motorboat, but, like, I guess that's appropriate, if that's, a, we'll put their face on the neck and just move, but then there would be no blood, and I was like, nah, like, it was, it just, it was really bad, like, in the scheme of zombie films, because, of course, growing up, you, you see shit like Night of the Living Dead, like, when it comes out, I just, like, put my age out there slightly, but it was like, yeah, Night of the Living Dead, that movie, that was scary. Like, even though, if you watch it now, the graphics are shit, clearly. But Night of Living Dead, and then Thriller came out around that time, I really thought they killed Michael Jackson. Like, I really thought zombies ate him. Like, that was just a good period for, like, zombie stuff. Like, but, 
Yeah, 28 Days. Dawn of the Dead is my favorite. I guess of zombies. Like, that really revolutionized things. Because I think that's when they started running. Like, Dawn of the Dead is when they started sprinting, like, really fast. And it was like, oh, they're not slow anymore. Okay. <laughs> right. And that makes a difference. Um, but, yeah. No, no. That's valid. Like, honestly, to tell you the truth, I can't even remember that movie that well. And I just rewatched it 28 Days. I mean, like, I just remember yeah. But the thing that I like about it is that it has, like, a definitive ending, kind of, like, how the zombies kind of, like, die out. Yeah. And I feel like zombie movies don't usually have that. So I do. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy how it, like, ties it at the end. <laughs> you wanted a happy ending? <laughs> but I do want, because I feel like that doesn't make sense that zombies are just walking around. Because, like, aren't they decomposing constantly, you know? Mm. So I feel weird about, like, like, Walking Dead. I, I enjoy Walking Dead. Hmm. But I'm like, how are these zombies all still walking around? How are they not decomposing? You know, like it doesn't. True, true, true. I get it. I get it. But other than that, yeah, zombie films. I like. Um, I like a good possession film sometimes, but like I, uh, like demon stuff is iffy for me. Okay. But like, I usually am. I'm down with it usually. Yeah, possession films are okay. Like, um, Exorcist obviously is like. Yeah. Like, like the best, like I, I love that. Um, uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose, one of my favorites. Yeah, she was good. Like obviously, uh, for those who don't know, like the sister from Dexter, like that was Emily Rose. Is that? Yeah. Is that the one? Is that the, the one where they're the documentary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was like one of the first ones where they like anybody who knows. It's like cause she got that long jaw. I didn't even think they use special effects for her mouth because she just got that long yeah. face like that. She was good. Like the like exorcism of Emily Rose was, and I'm just you know I'm fucked up in the head like that. So when I see a woman all possessed and levitating and screaming and I'm just like yo that's sexy. I don't I don't know like it's like it's like especially I get her number like just because she's possessed that doesn't mean she doesn't date like relax. But yeah like I, that was a good one. Um, the taking of Deborah Logan. Also, well, I don't think I've seen that. It was a that's a possession movie, but it was an old lady that gets possessed. She was good because they didn't. That was that lady. There was no stunt double. Like that was her. Like I think, like she just you know she's in shape, but like because she did she did nude scenes in that movie, completely nude, everything like that. That old lady did really good. Like that, the Deborah Logan. That was a good one. A lot of them I didn't watch. Like some of those other exorcism ones, I didn't I didn't watch. But the ones that I've seen that were and the Conjuring was like. If you can call it that, I don't think you call that one that. Like, those conjuring. are weird. Those are like the conjuring ones. It's like yeah, some are good, some are like pointless, and it's like yeah, Annabelle <laughs> is good, but yeah. Annabelle, yeah, like James Wan, I I do appreciate his films. Um, but yeah, like the Conjuring or like Annabelle movies are like hit and miss sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I haven't seen the last Conjuring. Oh, I was thinking of the last Exorcism. That was the movie I was thinking of. Yeah, I don't even think I saw that one. Like, yeah, I watched that one recently. It was it was okay. Mm. I, yeah, I saw Exorcism of Emily Rose, but like a really long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it's like back there. Like, yeah, but good. it was good. Like that one was good. Yeah, that that one. Um, I remember it being really good, and it definitely inspired like a lot of photography that I was putting out at the time. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, like I would like when I was in high school, like all I did was watch horror films and just like do art based on it. Yeah, that sounds yeah, it's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of that. Um, what's that movie? Shutter. 
and Frozen. <laughs> There's like this horror movie called Frozen. Okay. The good one. Yeah, I wrote like a song based off of that. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, like I don't know, like horror films. Some something about them is just like inspiring yeah. to me. I don't know. Definitely, absolutely. I'm not gonna lie, when you said Frozen, I almost started singing "Let It Go," but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> And I haven't seen that movie. I have not seen Frozen. That's because so everyone, you can't, you couldn't escape the songs. I'm like, son, all right, yes, I want to build a snowman. I want to build a snowman, all right? Like, like but I, I love those songs because I love musicals. I can't, so I fell in love with the songs. I'm like, these songs are great. And it's like, but I'm going to have to sit through that to, to get them. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. No, that's. <laughs> No, for real. I was like, this musical or this soundtrack is fire, but like this movie could be better. <laughs> I just, I don't even. I, I'm gonna one day. I'm still gonna do that. I have to. I have to. Like, I, I've I've sung along to the songs too many times. I have to watch the movie so that I can go. Okay, cool. I'm not doing that again because like, <laughs> part of your world, Little Mermaid. I know. I've I've had to watch that because the girls. It's like you do, but it's like I've seen. I've seen that too many times. I've heard that song too many times. Like, but that and um, Rent, that movie as well. Um, 500. Wait, no. Every girl I know that no, is they have to sing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no day but today. Like, all these other ones. Will you like my candle? Like, the other, it's like, all right. <laughs> I feel like that's the only song I know from that one. Oh. Uh, I, I get brainwashed with the stuff. But. You need to see that one. I haven't even seen that movie. Damn. I forgot we all like we gonna go good off topic on the Disney stuff and like, <laughs> right. because right? that was because like when the Frozen the Disney movie came out I was like <laughs> there's already a horror film called Frozen and I just like kept thinking back about that I have to see that movie now I'm gonna have to see the horror one then yeah, I have to see that I have to look into that one do you remember the blog I don't know. It's like, it's really uh, old. Like, it's like, people gonna be like, how old is this guy? And it's like, not what you think. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, the blog was like one of the first, like, in terms of like those monster creature films, because it's so basic in terms of the concept. It's just, it's almost like mutant jello going crazy, but it was good. Like, horror was good back then. You didn't need like super advanced CGI. You didn't need anything like that to make people afraid. Like, shit like The Fly was terrifying like there's certain movies that'll fuck you up because it's like well what if right like it's like you know eight-legged freaks and there's certain shit where it would just be something which is big or unkillable or something now you got like sharknado versus blah blah blah. you got to make super big shit because everybody's so over it. they're like nah like I, I could take that so you have to make radioactive mutant shit with wings and fangs to like scare people but back in the days that mutant jelly it was like what are you supposed to do you can't shoot the blob can't do nothing you can't fight the blob like what are you supposed to do it would just walk over you you're in it you're done your dog everything it just that's it that's horrifying it's like what are you supposed to do about it like though horror was really good back then as most people know like that's when people were dying in the theater still from shock like it was crazy <laughs> like when exorcist came out i don't know how many people died like yeah people were just dying in the theaters not that i want that to happen these days but right um how do you feel about Killer Clowns from Outer Space? That was a good one. I like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Like, those throwback campy clown movies, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and, um... Well, because clowns were, like, big back then. 
I mean, yeah, they were really big because like wrestling had uh, Doink and Dink the Clown. Like there was just a lot of there was a lot of clown stuff going on. Like clowns were like people were afraid, but they were more in a friendly space. But uh, I think is that before Gacy though? Like I think that might have been before. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, because after all that clown got a little weird. Like then it was like clown is synonymous with like child. It's like ah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No, and that's why it's like important because I was trying to think of when those movies came out because like that definitely affects yeah. um, what we're consuming. Um, what do you think is like okay? So horror, I feel like like is like a mirror to like society. Mm-hmm. Do you? Well, I don't even know. Do you know like horror that's coming out right now? Like, do you know about it? Nah, like I just I usually have whatever sites, like whatever movies are coming out, it's like ah, whatever. Like I'll get it from like, you know, Blade Disgusting. I'll see the reviews when it comes out and see if it's worth watching because yeah, I have no idea. Like Candyman was the last thing I saw that was like coming out and then um on Shutter, I think uh the Creep Show series had came out. I was like really happy about that. Um was it Creep Show? Yeah, it was Creep Show the series, I think. Or Tales from the Crypt. Oh yeah, I did see that. Damn, I gotta get Shutter. I need to I'm gonna cancel. I'm gonna cancel something and get shuttered. Right, I got all the streamers. I don't. I barely watch. Yeah. You don't want to cut them off, but it's like, well, it might be something good. Like when I cut it off, that's when the good stuff comes, and then I gotta. Yeah, but there's shutter. There's Screenbox. There's Shutter. Um, Screenbox is like less known. I feel Shutter people know, but like I was, I paid attention to these services when they were first coming out. Like they weren't even like really out there like that yet. Um, but yeah, Screenbox has a lot of independent stuff. I like how their menu, I think I saw their menu one time. I like how they break the menu down. Like it's all horror, but they break it down into like all the subgenres, subgenres. including rape and revenge, which is a, it's a, it's a genre. I don't like the fact that rape is in horror films. I don't like, but the rape and revenge subgenre category, I like it because I feel like it could be therapeutic for women who have been through that. Me, personally, I, I can't get anything from it because it's like, well, I mean, I'm just like, you know, go, girl. Like, when she when, when they get their revenge, I'm happy as fuck, of course. But up until that point, it's just like, I don't resonate with any of it. And it's just like, but for someone who's been through that, it's like, you, they, they can feel that fear and, like, be a little traumatized. Like, fuck, I remember when that happened. Then see the woman get that revenge. And it could bring them a little, you know, like, some type of comfort. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, I probably could just do that to that guy that I know did that thing. Like, I could just kill him if I felt like it. Like, it might give them that power where they're like, all right, I'm letting him live. Like, it might make them feel a little better. Like, I feel like those could be therapeutic, but they have to be done the right way because uh, I've seen them. You know, I, I Spit on Your Grave Part 1, classic. That's like the classic Rape and Revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I Spit on Your Grave Part. I think there's, th- there's three currently. Yeah. And it might be, might be four, but it's three. Um... Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, um, both English and German versions. Uh, I don't know too many other rape and revenge films because I try to avoid them. And when I see the description of a film, and I, sometimes I'll just skip it. Well, after a brutal rape, I'm like, yeah, all right, we're good. Like, it's, it's, I just don't, it's, but yeah, like those, that genre is, is okay. Um, but I like how Screenbox had like their menu. I remember their menu being like categorized, like really like, apocalypse like alien stuff like just the, the subgenre within it won't just be like sci-fi it'll be like if you want aliens if you want monsters if you want uh like disease stuff like i like that like when you break it down because horror is really vast and i think we need those like subcategories all the way 
Yeah, definitely. Because, like, sometimes I just want to watch a horror, but I don't know exactly what. So that, yeah, that's really a convenient thing, I think. Um, and, like, I definitely agree about what you were saying about, like, processing. Um, the podcast I was mentioning earlier, they talk about that, like, how horror can be kind of, like, a vacuum for us to, like, process um, things in our own life. But, like, away from them, you know? Like, it's kind yeah. of escapism in which we can watch like something happen but it's not necessarily happening to us but we can process our own stuff through that yeah and i think that that is like that can be done in other genres but i feel like that's pretty um concentrated when it comes to horror like i feel like that's the most you can get out of because there's definitely those themes that are happening in horror um and like processing that is yeah, you can do that in horror, I feel like, really easily, without even... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, final thoughts. I have I have an interview at, like, six. Like... Yeah, you got, like, a little bit over a half hour? Yeah, so. I'll probably start getting ready, like, in a few minutes, though, but... Yeah. Any final thoughts? About- um. Or where do you think horror should go? Um, or where we? I, go? Like, I like where it's going. Like I, I trust Jordan, but I see the thing is with Jordan, I don't want him to get. All right. Yes, I'm black, but at the same time, I understand how the world works and how business is. So it's like what I don't want him to do is go so political that he get blackballed. Like I don't want it to be like that. Like because I want you know. I'm all for unity and stuff like that. Like, I understand that certain, in certain areas, it does seem black versus white. And there's like a, there's like conflicts with that. But I don't want horror to be like that. Um, in cinema, there's a lot of stuff that we're already used to. We already, when we see somebody black on screen, we already know they're going to die probably horribly and probably really soon. So certain movies, they started letting black people, it's like anytime a black person makes it to the end, you know they did that on purpose. It's like, yeah, you, you did that on purpose. Like, no one makes it to the end. Like, they, we die in the credits, like the opening credits. Are like, hey, what's going on? And they just get destroyed. And it's like sometimes the black person gets killed in a graphic way that's like you haven't seen anybody get killed like that all movie. Like that guy got stabbed. This other one got stabbed. Black dude got ripped to pieces for some reason. <laughs> like, like sometimes it's like that. I laugh. I, you know, because it's like it's something we know. I don't take offense to it. But anytime they make it to the end, I'm like, they did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. Like there's no way like but i think that there should be more like we mix up the cast more so that when there's like token black wouldn't be a thing if there's more black people scattered it doesn't have to be predominantly black like we don't i don't want it to be the reverse where then it's just like all black one white person it's like nah because then that's on purpose too then we just it's like just mix it up a little bit so it's like who knows who's gonna die who knows who's gonna like it doesn't matter um so i don't want jordan to go that route where it's like one day he makes a horror film and like all white people just become these like robots and they just kill blacks for some reason and then group of black survivors trying to stop the code and i don't want it to go that way i don't want it to go political like that it's like oh here we go because everybody can't handle that type of information some people are like i knew it was robots i knew it and it's like no then like come on don't do that right so i want horror to become more i just want it to be the most unified genre and that's the bias that i have for like horror and like weirdos and freaks like our world is just the best we have everything we have every race we have every gender we have every uh 
sexual orientation, whatever. I don't care. But it's like we have everything here. Like, so I honestly want more LGBTQIA or you know stuff. horror. I, I really want that also because I want there to be films that make everybody uncomfortable. I need movies where there's like a trans person and then they become a slasher because that will fuck so many people up. They'd be like, yo, we should probably stop this hate crime shit because some of them, they might become slashers and I feel like that would be a good step. I want more female serial killers. I want that. Like me personally, I have plans to do this myself. Like I know people and I'll do it myself. Like it's cool. Like, But female serial killers, we need more female serial killers. We need a lot. Like we need, we need more female serial killers. We need movies about animal abusers and we need somebody who's like, a slasher from that perspective and they, they just they see people do that and then they they treat those people like that they have like little instead of dog fights it's like people fights on little muzzles and stuff like we just need more of that everybody needs to be afraid not just some people are afraid like a woman in a horror movie it's like well she'll probably get killed or she'll probably just end up naked or something like that but it's like well, what if she's the killer like what if she's what if she's a cannibal actually like what if she's you know because movies like teeth men they're afraid of like they all remember they're like yo because and it's that's just that like that's literally just that so we had more i just want everybody to be afraid not just some people i want everybody to get their turns to be like oh shit that was crazy so i want more inclusive horror like you know all the groups because we have them here like the alternative community it goes hand in hand with horror to a certain extent like goth punk all of these things you'll find everything else in that so it's like Cause I don't say weirdo like a bad weirdo is a compliment, yeah. but it's our thing. Like we got everything. So I feel like that society could be like horror going in that direction. It could be something that's more, it's not even just a genre of film. It's like a, like therapy, like a life coach. Like it's just a realm where we can all feel accepted. Like as weird as that would sound. So I want horror to include more of that, like more children, serial killers. The orphan was crazy. That was one of the craziest movies. I love that fucking film. Like, but to explain that to somebody, somebody would be like, yeah, I don't know about you. Like, it was it was just good because it was unsettling. You don't want that. Like, you know, some little girl and it's like, and she doing stuff, and then it's like, oh, she's not even little. So, so you could have, but it's like it's still scary to be like, yo, like, because us men we go through that. Like a little girl, like you never want a little girl being too nice to you. And you know, it's like, look away from me, like. There's been little girls that have been lost in the street, and I've hesitated to be like, um, does somebody know, like, her parent or something? Like, I don't even want to, people see me standing there. I'm good. I don't even want those issues. But that was scary for men more than anybody else. Like, the orphan, it was like, yo, what if, right? Like, you babysitting somebody, you're like, what are you like, how old are you for real? You sure you're like 50 something? <laughs> like, it's, it was scary. And so I want more of that. I want children, serial killers. I want old people serial killers that seem all feeble but then at the end they're super in shape and they is that's nobody suspected it i want things to make people feel uncertain of who the real enemy is so that people can understand that you just have to watch everybody because you never know who it is it's not you know like so that that's why i want horror to go i want it to just become more global and i want it to be just as popular and loved as romance because like oh the notebook titanic it's like all right but saw but saw right like <laughs> so yeah that's why i would like horror go what about you hell yeah um yes to all of that i really want really quick to mention i don't know if you've seen the new um hellraiser but pinhead is gonna be played by a, that's a female yeah yeah <laughs> a trans a trans woman 
Also, oh, okay, okay. The, the I, actual, there. I saw it. I just, I just retweeted it once. It was like, oh, it's a female. I was like, yeah, and I just was retweeting, and I was just promoting. Yeah. I had no idea. Like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, definitely, like, yeah, I agree. Like everybody in horror, I, I am really loving seeing like more diversity, um, and like our stories being told through the lens of horror. Um, as far as like. What you were saying about like um jordan feeling like you don't want it to be just a certain type of way i agree also because that's why i liked us because i feel like that story like it it wasn't just for white people it wasn't just for black people it could have been for anybody and like yeah, yeah. like the way that he does that like it could be like there's multiple messages for anybody and it's made for anybody but like it was from art yeah. kind of so yeah i'm definitely liking that um i would like to see more because like i feel like the weirdos and like the goth kids are usually in horror but like we're usually like not like this scent like we'll be like okay they're lame. the what they're lame yeah <laughs> or like they're just like mean or they're just like a character like just a side character i would like to see us be like i want to see more the craft energy and like I, oh, i'm glad you said that <laughs> like I that's what like, i thought i was like nancy nancy yes nancy <laughs> and like okay i love the craft but then like at the end when they made her like the villain i was like why like why can't yeah. she be the fucking hero you know i want to see i want to see the weird goth queer kids like win because yeah. it was always like that they can't let it they can't let that just win. Like they, was, but that movie was great. I didn't see the remake. I don't think I want to. I'm not sure. Like it's like I don't even think I want. None of them look edgy. Like none of them look like a Nancy. I'm like, nah, come on. Man. Like, right? Are they like normies? I don't even know. Like they, the cover just looks weird. Like they look like they look like they they look like they get all their witch info from TikTok or some shit <laughs> like that. Like I don't know. Like it's like I don't. Ugh. No disrespect. I don't even know who I'm offended with that. But yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I feel like TikTok witchery is something else, but I actually like Stitch with like a black person being like, don't do this. Like, yeah, that is just, uh, yeah, it just didn't look, they didn't look, they look like, because they, they try to do that with witchcraft too. Like, they try to make it fluffy, like fluffy witches, which is a term, but they try to make witchcraft this, it's not all, it's not evil and it's not anything like that, but it's also not like, bubbly like that either like you know what i mean like they try to sometimes they try to soften things too much things just are what they are like it's it is what it is it, it can be ugly it can be beautiful it's both it's not just like oh all witchcraft is just to plant trees and stuff like that you're never supposed to do anything else it's like no banishing to get something away from you it's a that's considered black magic but that's because it's, it's pushing something away when you attract something that's considered white and when you reject something that's considered black so banishing someone, if someone annoys you and you want them out of your life, you would banish them. That's not hexing, but it's still black magic. A hex is black magic. Banishing is black magic. But they're two different things. So some people will have such a negative attitude toward banishing that it's like, what the fuck you think you're doing with sage and doing all this other? Like, it's okay if you're holding sage and it's like, it looks fluffier. So the whole sage and be gone evil spirits, that's one thing. But if you got a robe on, you got an athame, you use a little blood, now all of a sudden it's evil. Even though you're still, the, the purpose is still the same. It's just a different method, like chaos magic versus other ritualistic, you know, 
Gardenarian, Wiccans, and Alexander. All right, that's another topic for a different day. Witchcraft is a whole different thing, but yeah, well, um, yeah, like I want to see. Yeah, I agree with you, which is. <laughs> and I will definitely hit you up when we when I if I ever want to talk about that because I yeah. know that much, so that would be great. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I, I could go on about spirituality, witchcraft, all that shit, like all day. Cause, like, oh yeah. Since I was young, like my mom told me, like uh, you know, she was Irish. Those who don't know, adopted by an Irish elderly. Which and um, she always told me, she was like, "You have the gift of gab." I had no idea what that meant. Now, fast forward in the future, I'm like, "Oh yeah, so I talk, I talk a fucking lot. Like I know that. Like and then like I'm my my words are powerful. I get it." But she always used to say that to me, and I'm like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> like, and then she would talk to me about the power of suggestion, and I'm like, mm. "I'm a child. I don't." <laughs> I'm just like I'm, I'm believing PBS about sharing is caring. It's like I don't think this is true, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go share. I'm gonna see what's going on, but. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we could do the witch thing. We could talk about anything, like really, like I don't know, because we both cool. Like, we we'll, we could talk about whatever. We probably make a we probably have a conversation about peanut butter, make it last a couple hours, probably. Peanut butter, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter, or just you know, peanut butter and jelly, fruit preserves. Doesn't have to be jelly. It could be fruit preserves. Okay. Apple butter. Like. Apple butter. Oh my god, I love apple butter. Wait, do you like crunchy peanut butter or creamy peanut butter? Um. I like I like smooth, but cre like creamy. I mean, my bad. I'm just my mind black. Um, crunchy is good if I'm feeling festive. Like if I want something to like, right, you know, chew something. Like, you, know, you want some some something to chew, but smooth is like yeah, because I don't wanna yeah. Yeah, I'm usually a creamy person, but every once in a while I like the crunchy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just say smooth. Smooth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was about 37. Okay, because yeah, I, yep, yeah, uh, yeah, smooth. The, the butter with the A at the end. Yeah. Was, <laughs> uh, well, creamy. Yes, and peanut butter and jelly is a very valid, like, food self, I feel like. <laughs> of course, absolutely. <laughs> and this, this, is, this, is, this has to do with horror also, because people in horror movies, they also like peanut butter and jelly, so this is still relevant. It's all still on topic. That's one of the rules in Scream, actually. Don't eat peanut butter and jelly because you will die. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. I ain't even... Scream <laughs> movies, those were good. I like those. Scream is literally the movie that's like, it's good, but it's like on a line. Like, it's it's almost doesn't count and don't bring it up to me. But it's like, it's good enough that it's okay. But it's one of those where it's like, yeah, I, Like, it's like, I, I, okay. Like, it's like that almost. Like, I know what you did last summer. Those ones is, is is the line where it's like okay so oh yeah she was dang she's in I know she did that summer scream and the craft the main yeah, bro I just realized some of those uh, some of them are not as horror it's just more like it could happen in any town like it just yeah whoever had the most money they could just get an outfit and just do that because like their dad is cool with the local sheriff it's like ah you can do that like it's like it just didn't seem that scary it was more like. Oh nah, as long as your father's a mason or something like that, you can probably get away with that. Like I don't know, like, like I don't know. Like it was this scream. I know what you did last summer. There was certain ones that was like I don't know. Like what do you think first before you go? Like what do you think uh Michael Myers and Jason, who's your favorite? See, this is a tough one. I come with tough questions. Like who you enjoy more or like yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't really seen Okay. Any Friday Thirteen movies? Okay. 
on Elm Street, and I haven't seen the original Halloween, but I have seen the new one. Okay, so just pick one. Michael Myers or Jason. Okay. I like I like Jason, I think, because I like um because Michael just kind of has like he just kind of kills. Like he doesn't really have like I guess there's a backstory, but I feel like he does he's not really he doesn't have a direction of who he kills completely. Unless that's like different in the other movies, but from what I've seen, he just kind of kills to kill. Yeah, I like Jason. I like Jason. Yeah, because Jason is a little more of a story, right? To a certain extent, and honestly, and I, it's probably like the somebody would be like, "That's the blackest thing to say," but it's the drip. It comes down to the drip. Jason's mask is cooler than Mike's mask. I don't like that mask. Like Michael White, I don't like the mask. Yeah. I don't like the mask in the hair. Like I don't like it. Like I don't like Jason. I don't even like hockey, but it's like the mask is good. Like it's sometimes I have a little flannel. Some of the outfits he's had, even when it's like burnt or he's coming out the swamp, it's like it's a little drippy. It's like he he looks okay. Like I invite I didn't invite Jason to my party. Mike, it's like that jumpsuit, like Yeah, it's a little like somebody dress your boy, like it's like that's crazy. Like Freddie got the sweat. Freddie is dripped out. The- Chucky dripped out. Leprechaun is dripped out. Like <laughs> Oh Somebody help Mike. Somebody got to take Mike shopping. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you in a dicky suit? Is that a dicky suit, Mike? <laughs> like, right. Nah, somebody got to take Mike. Somebody got to take Mike shopping. He dressed like he's from Cali. It's okay. Literally, I was thinking, why do you dress like you're like a ska, like California fucking band member? I just, I can't, I can't resonate. I feel like it's like, we like, like white face with a wig on. Like, it's like, it just seems. Mike Myers' whole his whole fit is just like, nah, just kill me because like I don't, I'm not running from somebody dressed like that. I'm not doing that. I had to get that on. That's it. I want to I keep you too late because I think, yeah, it's 541. I'm watching time for you just in case. Like, I don't want you to be late. Mm. Like, that's our stereotype and shit. Black people late for shit. We don't want to do oh, that. All the time. Oh. Like, I try not to be just, I try to be early on purpose because I'm black. Like, on purpose. Like, nope, early. Nope, not going to pin that on me. I need to start caring about that more. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I don't want to be the stereotypical black. It's like, oh, it's supposed to be at 7 o'clock. It's like, it's 9 30. We talk about. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be like that. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, at seven, I'm in like six forty, like, like waiting. Right. So, right. Well, well, I'm not appreciate that. Um, it is a phone call, so that's. Uh, I still, I still need to like mentally prepare myself. But true, true, definitely. Um, but yeah, this was really cool. I'm really grateful for you coming on. I'm grateful for you having me here. I'm happy. No problem. Yeah, and it's really cool. I'm really like excited to talk about these topics with like-minded people. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. And I have- yeah, no problem, no problem. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, is there anything you want to like plug or anything? Um, I think it's just me. I mean, it's just like visit my page. Like she'll put the link. Just like you know. Right, right. I don't right. I don't wanna I don't wanna get off into that thing. That's like when I do my videos and I get into that shit, I wanna do that. So, oh yeah, just check me out and things that I like and it's like you'll probably like them too, because you know, like um, be weird. I don't I wanna plug weirdness. That's what I wanna do. There we go. This is change. Be weird. Stop trying to be normal. Fuck normies. Nah, I love normies. I love everybody. Um but yeah, just be unapologetically you. That's all. Like, Period. Right. <laughs> I gotta try to say something, like, you know what I mean? After all the shitting on Mike for his, I gotta try to say something inspirational. People are like, ain't that the same guy that says inspirational stuff? And I'm like, yeah, but it's not, <laughs> it's not that time. Like, this is different. It's playtime. It's playtime. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fair. Well, yeah, I think 
I think that's a good thing to say because I think I feel like followers anyway on here, so that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much, and thank you. hopefully I'll have you on again. I'm not. Yeah, sure. I'm always around and shit. We'll probably just do like a script or something. I don't know because we'll just. I don't know. Like what? We'll yeah, no, I'll have like more questions and stuff. But yeah, like I'll I'll think about some more topics to do and see. Yeah, what definitely. But yeah, thank you, and I hope you. Day. Later, you have a great day. Wish you luck on your interview. Thank you. Keep, keep composed and everything. Yes. Sorry about that. I'm like a pro. That's cool. Yeah, it's for a job that I had before, so I'm I'm not even stressing about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be good, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But I appreciate it. Yeah, just answer me. What y'all want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to be like, hire me or not? <laughs> yeah, for real. But all right, that's so all. When I'm around, like I'll see you next time or whatever. I'm always around. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks everybody for viewing. If you're still on, thank you so much. And yeah, I'll hit you up later. Alright, later. Bye. I don't know how it's Okay. Okay. Thank y'all for joining me. That was really fun. Um, I will be posting this. Um, also, catch me on my podcast, Black Girl Emo Night. I'm on Spotify, and I'm also on TikTok, so check out my videos on there. Um, and I post those on here as well. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys, and join us next time. I'll let y'all know the next time I do something like this. So, have a good day. But, yeah. Um, other than that, I have us written down. I have Candyman. So, I just recently... Um, I did see the new Candyman a few weeks ago in theaters. I have a lot of thought. I think I need to rewatch it, and also I need to watch the original. But um, yeah, there's a lot of things that like confuse me about that, but. I really loved how they interlaced that film with talking about gentrification and like how like <laughs> how gentrification can happen through artists. Um, so like the white poor artists go to the hood basically and they they're like, Hey, rent's real cheap here, you can make your art here and you know, white people a lot of the time want to make art about us because they find it like interesting to like comment and like think about things that they don't have to deal with um <clears throat> and then like and then they say in the movie like yeah come here and do your art here and live here rent's real cheap um but you don't have to Like, the, the rent's real cheap, and we'll build, like, a Starbucks in a few years, like, if you just sit it out for a little while, like, um, it also talks about, god, I can't remember now the exact storyline, I, I was a little bit, I was a lot of bit high when I saw that movie, but, I feel like there was themes of like 
just you know the justice system in america of course um and like innocence what that looks like um what guilt looks like when it comes to black america and the justice system there's definitely themes of that in there um what else But yeah, that film was interesting to watch. Um, and also I really resonated with the lead character um, as an artist of color. I really appreciated how it like kind of unfolded for how he found his like niche kind of and how he found his like story that he wanted to tell. I really did appreciate that, um, that they like took the time to kind of lay that out there. Um. And then Us, I actually just recently restarted, uh, restarted re-watching Us. I've seen it a few times now, and every single time it blows, blows me away, like, blows my mind. Um, that's definitely one of, one of my favorite horror films of all time. Um, I would really like to talk about that with somebody else, though, so I think I'm gonna save that one. Um, we could talk about older horror, so, like, one of my- another one for me which i people will debate this i think jaws is a horror and that's one of my favorites um i went i went to a convention the other day and they were talking about like they there was a panel they were talking about like what lens to view villains because like it's it definitely depends on how you view them because so they they reference Dexter a lot. So um, Dexter, if you don't know, was a TV show in which um, Dexter, the main character, he I'm pretty sure he was a doctor in his day job, if I remember remembering correctly. But he um, he basically was a serial killer that hunted other serial killers, and that's a really interesting concept because it's like who is the villain, you know? um people were saying like jaws like the shark is not the villain like he didn't do anything wrong <laughs> like he was just literally being a shark you know like um shark infested waters is an oxymoron um but yeah i still really love jaws and like definitely you know jaws has themes of capitalism um the mayor they're like telling like they're like telling the mayor to like shut down the city and he's like no dude it's fourth of july weekend that's gonna be big bucks for me okay but you're gonna get sued nigga because all these people finna come and die <laughs> so um yeah definitely love jaws I want to talk about zombie films. Um, damn. So my favorite zombie film, oof. I think I 
I feel like I really like 28 Days Later. Just because it has, like, a, a conclusion. Like, I really don't like zombie films that just kind of, like, cut off at the end and don't really have a conclusion. Because, like, in, in my mind, I need that. Um, but, like, spoiler, but, like, so 28 Days Later basically ends with the zombies are dying because they because people are adapting and learning how to like live with them so like the zombies are like dying from like the heat first of all because this is this is always okay this has always been something that's bothered me especially with things like the walking dead like the walking dead has been on for years and these zombies are still walking around like they're fine i guess like I guess the zombies like kind of adapted to like not die out but I just feel like a walking corpse that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me because like our bodies are decomposing at all points when we're dead so like why is a zombie able to walk around you know that doesn't make sense to me but like that's why I like 28 days later because they freaking got that shit right because they the zombies like died out and like it shows you at the end them like laying on the ground like Ugh. and that's what i want to see like that's what i'm saying i want to see a definitive ending when i'm watching a zombie film and i feel like that's really only that's been the only one really and like i know that there's 28 weeks later and i feel like there's another one but and 28 weeks later i just rewatched it recently but i do not remember that shit at all like i couldn't tell you what happened um because I was just like, I kind of, I was like side watching it. But like, I do remember that. Oh, wait, but wasn't that a prequel though? I don't really, I don't really remember. Or I remember it had to do with a specific story. Because she thought that, they thought that they had found the person to like cure it or whatever. Yeah, I remember Rose Burns in that. And um, the other nigga from... Isn't Jeremy Renner in that too? But yeah. Um, Walking Dead. I, I enjoyed Walking Dead at the beginning. Um, I think AMC did a good job making a zombie show with Walking Dead. It just... It's time to go. Like, it can end now. Um, I'm still not caught up on it. I know it is ending, but I still need to catch up. And I will finish it, I'm sure. Um, I was interested in seeing where Negan's character was going, though. Um, that show did bother me, bother me, though, at some points. Like, <clears throat> the episode in which Negan is there and, spoiler alert, kills Glenn, that traumatized me for a while. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I watched that episode live and I was a hysterical mess. And then I couldn't watch a show for like a good few months anymore. Like I, I was done. Cause that show, that, that really fucked me up. Like that really upset me. Um, and then they just like, like I get it. They were trying to really bring home the fact that Negan was like, he was that nigga and he would kill you. But like, they didn't have to, uh. It's just like, I wish sometimes that like TV shows would consider like, how what they do is going to affect viewers like psychologically <laughs> like mentally because that shit did wreck me like i was i was having a panic attack when i was watching that um 
and then you know i was feeling traumatized and i couldn't watch it so that's another theme about like horror and i did talk about that a little bit um in my talk so therapy therapy for black girls um is a really cool podcast that i enjoy um they actually did she did dr joy she did an episode about um how horror affects us and and how we can use horror to cope and process real life events um the episode's great um she talks to another doctor dr holmes who is a queer therapist of color and who uses like horror in her practice with her clients um they talk about horror films and she kind of uses horror as like a you can use it as like a gateway to kind of use to solve your own problems but without you know directly so like that's why i like horror is because we can like kind of escape from our problems for a little bit but like there's still there's still problems and like there's still anxiety and fear and grief and and depression and things like that going on in the film but it's not necessarily ours and like we can use that to process our own stuff which is another reason that horror is really cool and like i feel like we can do that in any genre but specifically horror because you know what other genre is associated with anxiety and and grief and depression you know um those are usually pretty strong themes going on in horror films so um, i think that's the best genre really to deal with that kind of stuff <laughs>